it is probably one of the most effective forms of marketing is your own customers tell other people, you should be buying this. You should spend money over here. Welcome to Marketing with Matt. If you're an entrepreneur or business owner looking to create more margin in your life and business, you're in the right place. For more after the show, be sure to check out ProfitMoreWorkLess.com. So Matt, it's been another week here. We're ready for more Marketing with Matt. And you've been teaching some really cool stuff about JVs uh, and talking about what's working now in the space of marketing. I think you've given some pretty epic gives and presentations recently. It's interesting because... Um, if you're listening to this later, I think it's good to timestamp this. We're talking like summer of 2023. That's that's when this conversation is happening. And so what's going on in the world? There's recession, right? It's been kind of like this uh, punch over there, inflation. And in a lot of categories, there's a pullback. I'm seeing it. Like people are more conscious. They're, they're taking a little bit more critical uh, look at the things that they're spending money on. A um, little bit more consideration there. It, it'll be, you know, we'll, we'll see what it like balances out to. But I think there's been a lot of, fear pressure built up over probably about the last year. You know, people are watching and seeing what's happened with real estate, you know, rates and all that sort of stuff. There's maybe always going to be stuff going on in the news that just continues to promote fear. But I feel like we've sensed a little bit more of this. More folks saying, I'm taking a little bit more of a critical look at what am I spending money on, um, which is fine and appropriate at all times of life, but it's just, there's going to get an uptick of that. And so from a marketing perspective, what can you be doing right now that's really effective that works in spite of that or maybe in alignment with that is this idea of strategic partnerships, referrals, joint ventures. And if you ask the you know average business, most of them will say, some of them with a sense of pride that I'm a referral-based business. That's how I get customers is referrals. Tyler, you, you had a gym at one point. Were you guys really aggressive or was it more referral-based? It was almost exclusively referral based and uh, definitely missed out on the, having a more balanced marketing plan uh, by not having a marketing plan. Um, but yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's acceptable. It's, it's yeah. not a bad thing. No, so it can like- work. And especially if you have some energy into it, it can work great if you put, but if uh, hope isn't really a strategy, right? Just hoping people refer either. So, like, it's accidentally effective, um, but it is a timeless way to get new customers. I guess you do the hard work of being good enough that your own customers would tell other people about you. I like to put that in people's minds when it comes to strategic partnerships because in one sense, it is probably one of the most effective forms of marketing is your own customers tell other people, you should be buying this. You should spend money over here. And for businesses that aren't actually intentional or aggressive when it comes to marketing, that can happen as, as an effect of just being good. Like, and just being coincidentally in a space where your customers will just kind of become evangelical for you. But so there's a spectrum of intentionality. Like it is effective, but the more intentional you can be in making sure that actually happens, the, the, the more control you'll have in your actual business growth. You won't just say, I'm a referral-based business and for some reason I'm struggling right now and I have, I have no tools in my you know, tool belt to actually help my business grow. And so that's what strategic partnerships or joint ventures or affiliates can do. It's the same effect, just on a different scale. And so when we think of it in terms of the energy to get one person to know about you, become a customer, 
it's a person to person arrangement, right? I, I could run an ad or whatever. I could nurture that relationship. I, could, you know, help them to understand the value that we provide and they make a decision. Do they want to buy from us or not? When you think about JVs, affiliates, strategic partners, it is amplified referrals. It's considering who has the attention of an audience of my prospective customers. And I put it in this, in this you know, frame of reference that the majority of your total addressable market, this is TAM, uh, and that, that means the majority of the, the people who could possibly buy from you, like this is your total addressable market, not the world, but literally like the people who could become your customers. The majority of your total, total addressable market does not even know you exist which should kind of like hit you a little bit. Like even if you're a local business, I would, I would venture out there that the majority of your total addressable market does not even know that you exist. And when you think about it in those terms, you're not being judged for whether you're good or not then. You're not being judged at all. They're not even considering you. And so doing things like this, intentional strategic partnerships or JVs, at the very least will help you to become a contender will actually guarantee that more people know you exist. And I would say, warm them up closer to kind of like what a referral does, where you don't, if I'm Googling something or if I get hit with an ad, I'm gonna almost have those like the the, the filter. Ah, this is an ad. I don't know if they're good. Like you're a little bit hesitant. If someone recommends something to you, it's already in a, in a different category. And that's what this kind of allows you to do. Tyler, I mean, you've, you've been at present. You've heard me, you know, this last couple of days you've been there. What about this maybe stood out to you when I was kind of just introducing this concept of... A lot of people are really intimidated by the... If they haven't been doing joint ventures or strategic partnerships, they're intimidated about how to get started. And I loved what you talked about with buckets. Like just find someone that's in a similar... That serves the same people as you do, but in a different niche. And so maybe explain that a little bit because I think that's a really powerful way of like, go find a couple of people like this and just start having conversations with them. My call to action was fine, one to five folks. But it, the stumbling block is you're like, who? Like, this sounds great, Matt. Who do I find? And for some reason, a lot of folks, their default is they'll come up with competitors. <laughs> they'll, they'll think of like, or like, you know, or kind of like alternatives, right? Like they're not like direct competitors, but they are still uh, alternatives in your market, right? So if you're like, if you're a gym, like your first thought is like, well, what about like a, a med spa or like, you know, like, or like a, a fat loss clinic. And you're like, no, you guys are like too closely related that the likelihood that they'll want to promote you is very low. And so what I encourage folks to do is you think about these big buckets of, um, types of businesses of like health, wealth, and relationships. You get to still down. Most businesses are solving one, you know, a problem in one of those categories. Is it health? Is it wealth? Is it relationships? And if you know which one you're in, you're like, if I'm a gym, I'm in health no doubt. Then force yourself to think of potential affiliates in those other categories. And when you do that, you, you start to realize that there's actually way more possibility of cross promotion and, and affiliate arrangements or joint venture deals than you initially thought was possible. So if I, if I pick the local business example, you know, like who could be a great partner for a gym? You're like a grocery store, a, uh, maybe, maybe that's, maybe that's health. I'll still, I'll go like wealth, right? So you go like the accountant, the um, real estate, you know, like the real estate agents, like the almost any, there's so many other categories of businesses where if, if you got them to intentionally promote you, even if it was just the, the value out of now people know I exist and I'm, and I'm warm in their mind, 
I'm I'm no longer neutral or or you know cold. I'm actually a warm identity when they're considering or in the future when they do consider. Uh, but that's what I'd start with is like know which bucket you're in, and then think about folks that serve the same people you do in a different bucket. So you have to really get down to like, who am I actually serving? And so you can get specific in that way too. If I'm a gym and if the reality is, if the majority of your customers are, you know, women aged 35 to 55, own it. That specificity will make this easier because then you might, you might think like, well, I could choose anybody, but you're like, oh, there's a, what, there might be a, a boutique clothing store that perfectly serves, you know? Or if you're like, oh, the majority of my market is new moms, then be thinking like, well, then think of the baby store, right? There was a good example. Someone at the event, they, you know, they teach moms how to become bookkeepers. They're in the wealth space. They're like, and they know, they, they teach stay-at-home moms to uh, become great bookkeepers so they can work part-time and make full-time income. Like that's kind of that's their thing. And so you're like, well, there's somebody else who helps new moms lose the baby weight or someone else who helps new moms get their kids to go to sleep. And- those are different categories that, but serves the same folks. And so getting them to kind of cross promote, it's, it's mutually beneficial. Um, even if it's not as like on the head of it's not, you don't want an alternative. You don't want to go to a business that yes, proves that they care about, call it health, but just trust and know that people actually do care about all those buckets regardless. So just because someone has an audience, someone who's into fitness doesn't mean they don't care about finances. Yeah, as long as the avatar, like the, the main per, part of the person is the same, then the, the Venn diagram overlap of those two avatars can be really high. Um, like using that gym example, we would look at like healthy eating places in the in the community. We're like, okay, that's a good like comparison. If people are eating healthy, they may want to go also work out instead of like you said, going into other gyms or other, um, you know, things that were just too too close to each other. Um, from a competitive standpoint. And I think one thing that's happened a lot in the in the world over the past 10 or 15 years is that as more and more businesses have gone gotten smarter with digital, have done things like it is more competitive to to get and earn referrals. Uh, and so being more deliberate and strategic in it um, is is the way you cut through that, right? And say, okay, like I can't count on hoping that someone just shares or tells their friend about me because there might be more co- competition than there was in the past. Um, but yeah, getting that sort of strategic play is really big. What are you seeing um, some common stumbling blocks of people who are wanting to do JV? Where do they stumble? Well, so I, I think it's kind of in order. They don't know who to reach out to. Most folks could stop there. If I said, who's five potential JVs, they'd be like, they don't even have a list. I'd be like, write that down. Actually sit down, write down one to five, whatever it is. The next step where people fail is they're bad at dating. <laughs> They're just bad, right? And so I think we get in our minds about this and we've talked about this on the show before, this idea of like good marketing considers the person. Like it is, marketing is connecting people with other people who have a good or service. I realize, uh, I was just say, a product or service. When I say good, I'm thinking of like good, like product. And I realize when I say that phrase, sometimes it, people think I'm saying like a gooder, like a, a, a mis, uh, misspeaking of better. They have a product or a service. It's people connecting other people with a product or a service that could help them in their life. So you got to think of it on that person level. And so the first thing that I say is before you ask them to promote your business, they need to like you. You need to find a way to get them to like you before you've asked them for anything. And that's the part that I think people stumble with, but it's not, it's actually not that mysterious because you think about how would you do this 
if you relate it to like the dating relationship or just people relationships, you think through how would I get their attention? Let them know that I care, that I'm thoughtful. And and there's a great book called Giftology and it talks to this process of um, you can strategically give gifts that solves that first problem. They like you. They want to promote you. They want to do something with you and they may not even know what you do. Um, and so that's why I say find, you know, one to five folks that are different buckets than you. It doesn't even take a lot of time now with the internet. Do a little bit of research to find out what's probably important to them. So we, we zero in on like uh, close relationships, you know, spouses, kids, um, hobbies. And this is just like, they probably have some sort of footprint on social media. You can find out like it doesn't take me long. If I was looking up Tyler, I'd be like, oh, he's, he likes his hats. He likes Los Angeles sports teams. You know, you'd be like, oh, and you could distill down be like, I know which sports teams, you know, he would, he would actually enjoy tickets to or whatever might be in that sort of category there. And, you know, I know he's got kids at these ages. I, I can see the hobbies they share together. They've done things together. And so you start to combine these meaningful things for this potential referral partner, but they're meaningful for them just as a person. And you can kind of construct ideas or brainstorm gifts that will get them to like you very quickly. And it has nothing to do with business. You do not need to like relate, like that's what people fail with. And on that step two is they will send a gift that's like, you know, a high five. No, it's worse. It's like, I sent you like a sample of my product. No one wants a sample of your product, even if it's good. And even if it's great, like you will stand out so much more by just connecting with them on a human being level. They will like you more on that, on that level than being like, Hey, my product's cool. Cause I've had that too. People will like, here's a free trial to my thing. And you're like, that's cool, but I'll, I'll forget about you. I just will. I can't help it. And so the, um, yeah, find a way to frankly send them a gift that's me- going to be meaningful to them, get them to like you. And then we use a strategy, um, called Hey pages. We basically make a landing page that shows them even more that we've thought through and put in some work to ask them out. Hey pages are like the, they're the promposal of uh, a business relationship, right? <laughs> It's exactly, it's the prom proposal. Um, you think like for in a high school when they're like asking each other to prom, like obviously it's like a lower level. It's not, they're not getting engaged. They're not, they're not asking to get married, but they're like, there's this event. We have this thought about it. We even lower the bar even more, but we kind of make it feel like that prom proposal. Like you are special. I thought through something that shows you that I put work, energy, care into this. Um, and the design behind it is I want them to quickly see we put effort into this. We know them and their audience, and we've got a clear idea of how what we do would be valuable to their audience and how our intention is to make it a win-win, a win for them and a win for their people. Our call to action is usually just hop on a call because we're really not trying to come off rigid. We want to be very flexible. So to do good strategic partnerships, you got to be the flexible party because they're giving you the attention, maybe the endorsement that they may have spent a decade to build up. And so you, you want to, you know, demonstrate that you respect that, that you're going to be very accommodating to whatever they, you know, whatever they feel comfortable with. And the reality is when you do this, we go over, over and above, they're actually more inclined then to like go with whatever we suggest because it, it, you can just, it feels like we considered them first. And so at every step of it, like, like I said, if we've sent them a gift first, then we sent them this like personalized landing page that's with them and saying, Hey, here's what we're thinking about. Um, the proposal, like they like us, they really like us. They want to say yes to whatever our idea is, but we're being very open-handed about it. 
You know, it's interesting how often when people are in business and they're trying to make relationships, they forget that the relationships are the human part, right? And they so they they do, they focus on the business side of things and they lead with data or they start with, like you said, sharing, hey, I put your logo on a coaster. And it, these are all very business things, but it's humans that we want to connect with, especially in joint ventures and strategic partnerships. It's about the human connection to humans finding a way to support each other in business. And so I love that direction of starting really with something personal. And then and then second step is really bringing something that shows intentionality and, and foresight and effort, right? People like feeling cared about. Um, so I think it's really important. What would you say um, is, if that's where most people get hung up, what is something that someone could do today? Like your call to action, your Hey, go and do this. Don't and and at least take this step. You got to get a list. You got to know who and, and like it's like in that order. In terms of yeah, like sending them a gift. Here, like what we think about it is it's it's sort of proportionate to how big they are relative to us. So you don't have to send a gift if you're um, already connected or in the same network. But we do send a hey page. We do send that personalized lander because it tells them I'm serious about this. And even if they're like, hey, you didn't have to do this, that's okay. I want them to know and feel that we went above and beyond, right? That we're going to make this a great experience for them. Because, um, even you know, you just know it. Like if you've got a buddy or a friend, you could just say like, hey, what are you doing? Nothing? Okay, let's go to the movies or whatever versus like, hey, your favorite team's in town. I bought tickets. Let's go. Like, and so even if you're close, just you're more excited about one over the other. You just are. It feel because there was intentionality there, it's going to feel more important to you. And that's usually the hardest thing about these strategic partnerships is they're growing their own businesses. Usually if it's B2B, if it's a B2B, like you're trying to get promotion, someone who has an audience, they have an audience because they have a business. They're trying to grow their business. And to get them to prioritize growing our business, it's a hard thing to do. It has to be really attractive. You can't phone it in because that's where like I've seen folks, they got the list, they go and they'll send a DM or they'll send an email. Oh my gosh. I tell folks, do not, do not email this idea. I just, I won't do it. I want to stand out. Email is where spammers go to die. Like that's like, that's what like, I'm not going to be another person like with what feels like a form letter email in their inbox, pitching them why they should sell my product. Um, so what I will intentionally, I'll go anywhere else except for email because I want this to be a standout, unique experience. And so we found like some of these other platforms, like if you find out where, maybe it's where they post, usually is a good indication of like where they're active on, but you just are in a different category. People aren't as active. You like how many emails you receive per day and then how many Instagram DMs you receive per day and how many LinkedIn DMs, it's emails probably more than those other channels. And, um, and those other channels, you're just more likely to pause. And like consider and look at it. Um, but then I'd say like it doesn't have to be one channel. So we've done it before. We've tried one channel and there was no response. That's fine. Pick another channel. That's just the channel that they don't monitor. Or, you know, you weren't connected enough, even if it was a, a bigger person. But that's where, I, or it could be that indication. If you try to make that outreach and they don't see it, you probably needed to start with a gift. Yeah. Someone asked me once, what's the best way to get a hold of me? And I just said, the best channel is persistence. Because it one day it might be LinkedIn, the another day it might be Instagram. You might have caught me on an email day, but uh, and that's how a lot of people are. These are people that are are bigger in your space. They're probably busy, so you may have to try a couple places or use a better. 
icebreaker like a gift or something to uh, cut through the noise. Um, awesome, Matt. The really great tips. I hope that everyone goes out and, and really looks at how you can apply joint ventures and the concept of getting in front of other people's existing parades as a way to accelerate your business. Thanks for tuning in for this week's Marketing with Matt. Check out ProfitMoreWorkLess.com to learn how we create high margin marketing. Also, if you know someone who'd enjoy the podcast, feel free to make a recommendation. I'm sure they'll thank you for it. Okay, bye for now.